be great. Okay, we're recording. Let's go into this. Three, two. Everybody, welcome to take 237. It is Spider-Man. right there that we're going to get into we're going to be talking spider-man just dropped it's amazing we'll get into a non-spoiler review we'll get into some spoilers uh we'll kind of run down some fave trailers slash movie news fave thing we watched and um to end we're going to do a spider-man draft all all the different spider-mans that you see across the spider-verse we're going to do our top five of who we would want on our so called team so without further ado keeks keeks just finished his school year big 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 applause let's go yep wow give it up give it up for me right now you just completed your 13th grade (laughs) that is like a well and especially because it does feel like i'm learning so much that uh yeah it it makes sense it does is that is actually kind of how it feels sometimes yeah no, it really does. It's like, wow, when you do a whole school year again with the students, you're like, dang, it's long. It's a little long bit. Time. But also, the school year does have a lot of days off. Kind of has a balance. Uh, it it does. It does. You know, we we had this last week, which was like after Memorial Day. And uh, I didn't like at first, you know, at the beginning of the year, I was like, oh, that's not that bad. And now that I've gotten to it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, can we just like we, you're just dragging it out. Yeah, the inevitable dragging out all of these like silly things that we got to keep working on. And uh, I don't love it, but whatever. It's fine. What did you do for last week? Did you just like have games? Yeah, movies. I will talk about a little bit of what we did when I get to my favorite thing that I watched. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, How's the first whole week of never having to do school again until you maybe decide you want to go back and do it? It's great so far. Just scheduling um, my schedule for the training, some basketball, so just getting that ironed out. So, so yeah. far, so good. So I, I feel like the first week of summer is after that Memorial Day week. So like today is like the first week of summer because it's kind of like, you know, that Memorial Day weekend and then like that Tuesday. So, but yeah, it's good. I'm excited. Ready for the summer. Got some, uh, we're going to hit Jackson Hole. Uh, we just booked that the other day. I love oh. Jackson Hole. And Teton, so that's going to be kind of late July, and then we have a family reunion, um, early July, and then my brother from New Jersey is coming out for like four weeks. And what we love to do, I think I mentioned this before on the pod, but um, we love to get the projector out on my parents' deck and uh, just watch the movies. So mm. I, I bought a projector yesterday that stand that has a stand, so we can kind of move it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but we're gonna watch the movies. One particular is the Hunt for Red October. My dad and brother have always been talking about that with Sean Connery. So <laughs> okay, finally gonna give that a watch on the deck. But we watched Jungle Cruise out there. We watched War of the Worlds. Um, gosh, I think that's it. So we're gonna try to watch more movies. But he's gonna watch The Flash with me. So I'm gonna have to wait a week for that. So I know, I know you got some things to say about The Flash, but. That's kind of the, the the tentative summer plans. Right I'm now. so bummed that you couldn't make it because uh, but also thanks for not making it because my couple of my buddies, the dudes I'm uh, making this short with over the summer, Jake Hamlin and uh, Jack Ollander, they got to come and We had a lot of fun. Jack and Jake, you're welcome. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, yeah, here we're going to do a little bit of an audible. I'll give my brief thoughts about The Flash because I don't know how many people have been looking forward to this. A lot of people have kind of gotten the vibe are like not super excited or not, not really caring about it. It's like probably the most fun I've had with a superhero film all year. When's, when's like when's when's the last most fun superhero fun movie you've had with the besides I mean, the Flash? I had a lot of fun with Guardians, like Guardian, but Guardians had a good story. It wasn't fun all the time, but it was it was like you know, it was a good watch. Like the Flash is designed to keep you engaged for those two and a half hours. Like it gotcha. is going, going, going. The inciting it, it's right away. There's urgency in the first five minutes. There's a great uh, action scene that. I think is going to determine if you're in or not. Like if you think it's annoying, then you're like probably going to hate the movie. But if you're like, Oh, this is stupid and this is fun. And we're kind of going back to the old days of like weird superhero movies. You'll enjoy it. I'm in. I like it. I like something new. So hopefully I like it. I think I will. If you liked it. I think you'll like it. I'd be down to go see it again with you too. Okay. Perfect. And it, it always heightens the the atmosphere when you see it with people that you want to see it with. So, like, my brother has been talking about this for a while. So, oh, great. Then, yeah, I think your brother. Yes. We, when we get there, you'll you will know exactly what it is uh, when people watch it, it. It literally says what it is happening. And if you're not like, OK, that's so stupid. That's funny. Th- then sorry. Like, you just probably hate most things and you're not going to have a good time. Yeah. So tell, tell the people what they really want. Yeah, hey, I'm giving it giving it to you straight. Always have for five years. Yes. We've always given it to you straight. Movies rock. Like what you like. Sure do. Pollen is going crazy out here. And I, I had to mow the lawn yesterday and like, you know, do some yard work. Oh my gosh. I just the, the just been sneezing and sniffling. And I've been taking my allergy meds, so it just doesn't seem like it's doing anything. That's what's know. up. Good for you. Um I'm gonna keep it back. I actually really like doing yard work. I think it's rewarding. Oh yeah, I don't mind. It's just uh the the allergies. Allergies yeah. are just they they they've got a hold on me. Mm. You know? Yeah. That, that's the only that. thing. Uh Fave trailer, movie news, anything? You know. Oh my gosh. Uh well, okay, so I'm going to do this one because I think you're going to do the other one. Apparently Tom Cruise is really upset that uh uh, Oppenheimer is taking so many of the IMAX screens, so he's trying to get theaters to like push back the release of Oppenheimer and Barbie, or to uh, basically like give some of those screens to Tom Cruise. And to be honest, like after everything that he did with Top Gun Maverick, and for what Dead Reckoning is, I mean, he did kind of save movies last year. I think he's a little bit entitled to be like, "Come on, guys! Like I've got I I've been doing this. This movie's gonna be amazing." Like, come, you know, I don't know what you can do, but try to throw me a bone. Let, let's get this. Let's get butts back in seats, you know, especially seeing that Oppenheimer's rated R. Mission Impossible Dead Wrecking PG-13. The, the R rating, I think, does eliminate some people that would go see it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. I didn't yeah. know that. That's, that's news to me. Yeah, I didn't know yep. that. Now, I feel like Tom Cruise now has like a little bit of like he's always had skin in the game. But now it's just like, hey, guys, like see what I did last year. Like, okay, hook hook me up. Just yeah. Throw me a bone. Uh, It's just just uh part of the game, I guess. It sucks, Man. but it is what it is. 
That that two weeks in July is stacked. I know. It's it feels like it's like not even two weeks. It's like ten days. Yeah, it is stacked with Barbie, Oppenheimer, and uh Day of Reckoning. My gosh. Sheesh. Are you gonna be in Europe? I think when Dead Reckoning comes out, we we will. You gonna go see it in Europe? Oh my gosh. Maybe. Could you imagine? I, the thing is, like, okay, I don't know if this is, you know, and we've got Benji Bjork out there that lives in Sweden, I think, and Eric Nolan. You know, we got a couple of European fans out there. Uh, what is it like? Is Because, like, movie theaters in the United States, like, I think we kind of are a little rowdy and kind of annoying. Is it like that in Europe? Like, I, wonder if it's like, people... I wonder if it's, like, more reverent. Yeah, is it more of, like, a kind of, like, a chilled experience or people, like, screaming and yelling at the screen sometimes? Like, sometimes, you know, people do it, like, uh, I will say this, during The Flash, people were freaking hooting and hollering and, like, clapping stuff. There are some excellent moments in it. Uh, So I'm just kind of curious, like, if I'm getting stoked in Dead Reckoning and I'm, you know, getting hyped, are people going to look at me like I'm some sort of, oh... This this guy over here in it. Uh, what a mo- what a movie sim. What a what a yeah. I don't know. I don't know what British people or whatever would say. We're gonna be in France anyways. Actually, no. We're probably gonna be in Italy. So I gotta see if there's a movie theater in Sicily. Nice. Yeah. Well, I th- wasn't some of the movie filmed there? I don't know. Oh, Dead Reckoning. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I feel like the film. If all so, over. they're gonna be coming out of the woodwork to go see it. Yeah. Uh. Love it. What what was the other movie news that you said that I would cover? Because I don't. Well, know. let's see if you cover it. Because I'm curious. You um, sent me that. You sent me the the like screenshot uh, of it. Oh, is it the Spider Man across the Spider Verse sound? No, huh? No, it was the one you sent me like the like like the day before about Vin, uh, Vin Diesel and Jason Momoa. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. Okay, so apparently Vin Diesel is upset that all the fans are liking. Jason Momoa's performance more than Ben Diesel is basically what happened. He has beef. He's kind of getting jealous. Um, yeah, that's essentially kind of what the article said. Thoughts, geeks? What do you think? Ben, uh, step your game up, man. You're not very good in the movie. That's that's all I'd say to you. Come on, it's like you gotta you gotta do something. Like yeah, you're you're putting yourself in these extremely in these moments where you're supposed to be a very versatile actor and I'm sorry, but I just don't think you really are. No, no. I saw a great meme that was like Vin Diesel's name really stands for vehicle identification number diesel. Gosh, (laughs) what did you you hear that on nine gag? Goodness. (laughs) I loved it. I thought it was really funny. Uh, Yeah. So let's be real. Fast and Furious. Vin Diesel does not carry this franchise. It's the supporting character. Listen, Vin, I'm going to call you Mark right now. All right, Mark Sinclair, step your game up. If you're going to go back to the locker room and complain about how the other guy was fouling you too much, but you shot two of 25 from the field. Nope. I think that's a you thing, my friend. I think you got to get your money up. Don't hate the game. Hate Thanks, the player. Mark. Yeah, I'll call you Vin when you put in a better performance next time. Wow. Coming in hot. I like that. I, I'm just I'm sick of him commandeering this franchise. It was really fun when he wasn't super aware of it. Now it feels like he's much more aware of it. He clearly like wants to be the one that's making these movies and take over full control. So uh yeah. let the filmmakers do it, Vin. Uh Mark, sorry, and uh put in a good performance. Come around yeah. for you. The other thing uh that we'll we'll get into, but the other news is I hope. Hopefully no one experienced the across the Spider-Verse, but the first 20 minutes was quiet. So I'd say the first 30. Yeah, yeah. 
So we'll get into that. Um, there's been some issues. We'll kind of get into that more under the review. So that was the other thing I wanted to talk Did about. Did you, uh, were you squinting at the screen so you could hear it better? Oh, 100%. Like I was like, I got to like really dial in. What was also kind of nice about that, the quiet, the theater was really quiet because they were all trying to engage and there were kids there too. So it was the most quiet I've heard of theater for a while. Maybe that's what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, Faith thing we watched, uh, I'll go. Faith thing I watched is we had, um, I was with family over Memorial Day weekend uh kennedy's side and we watched indiana jones last crusade just a bussin just a fun time just a classic kind of you know doesn't take itself too seriously man it is just like it's a blast i love raiders and i love uh crusade those are my two favorites then i'd probably say temple of doom and then um you know the crystal skull to follow but yeah love the love the last crusade uh just a blast really good time then we did double feature right after that we watched air Talk about polar opposite movies. So, yeah, my uh, father-in-law really wanted to watch Air, so we watched Air again, and uh, just just a good time. How was it on a second watch? Great. You know what is funny about uh, on the second watch? I liked uh, Peter, the shoemaker, shoe designer, even more. He was hilarious to me on the second time. I love it. Uh, So, yeah, Air was just as good as the second time. A-plus sweet. Right now, I think it's my second favorite of the movie of the year. So, yep, I was gonna say top some, three for me. Some good rewatches over the weekend. So, yeah, I love it. My love favorite it. watch is so kind of going back to what I said is um, basically I told my students, okay, starting on Tuesday, I'm just gonna bring in like my Criterion DVDs that are like PG, uh, and I'm gonna throw them on. So I threw on In the Mood for Love. The students, I had like two students stay in. Uh, Shouts out to those two students. Um, They just graduated and we would talk like letterboxed and anytime, like anything, anytime a movie came out over the week that was kind of a low key release, I would come back and I guarantee either one of them had seen it and we'd chat about it. Like Bo was afraid. I think one, I think they had seen Bo was afraid. Maybe they hadn't seen that one. But anyways, most movies they had seen. So I was able to chat Babylon. Like when Babylon came out, uh, we were able to chat Babylon. Um, but I thrown in the mood for love. And I think in the mood for love, you've got to be in the right setting for it because it is a little bit slow. But it's I mean, it's an absolutely breathtaking film. So I had a blast rewatching that one. I was just locked in, baby. Uh, and then we I unwrapped one of my DVDs. Hadn't seen it before, but it's rated G online. So I was like, well, we can just throw this one on. I'm not super worried about it. Young Girls of Rochefort or Rochefort, I don't know. Jacques Demy, everyone. Uh French it was French director. I think the movie came out in 68. Breathtaking. Beautiful film. Uh a nice little musical, some great set design. Oh my gosh, the colors, the cinematography of it is amazing. The camera work and the direction. I said in my letterbox review that 2022 was the year of David Lynch. Uh, this might be the year of Jacques Demy, having watched the umbrellas of uh Cherbourg earlier this year. So really stoked on it. Becky loves the young girls of Rochefort, so I'm sure we'll watch it again this summer. Uh the the first song in it, you're just like, oh, so Damien Chazelle really did just uh, take the works of Jacques Demi, modernized it, and turned it into La La Land. Really? Oh, dude, yeah. It, it's pretty like it's pretty blatant. Like I think there was even an interview where Damien, where they were like, "What Damien Chazelle? What's your favorite movie?" And he said, "Uh, it's either Umbrellas of Cherbourg or Young Girls of Rochefort. I forget." But literally, the opening song, the Young Girls of Rochefort, you're like, "Oh, holy crap! This sounds like 
almost Lala exactly Land. like one of the La La Land songs. Wow. Yeah. So everyone go oh, check wow. it out. Easy, fun, beautiful watch. You'll just be captivated. Did your did your students like it too? Yeah, they did. We they were kind of in and out, and I'm not gonna lie, I had to leave for about 20 minutes to go get lunch, but yeah, I, I watched enough of it. I was like, hell yeah, this rocks. Oh, I love that. I need to I need to give that a watch. Give me some more classics. Yeah, I've heard good I, things about I've heard good things about both of those on Letterboxd. People love those two movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're so. great. They're great. Top great, great uh musicals. Like if you're kind of hesitant on the musical thing. Uh, my coworker was in there and he was like bad mouthing it the whole time. I'm like, shut up. They're not bad movies. You just don't like musicals. So if you don't like musicals, you got to you got to say that. Yeah, you know what I mean, no. some people can do musicals and man, some people cannot. I don't know why people I guess I've kind of come around to him growing up because he told me growing up, his mom would make him watch musicals, you know, and I, I feel that because on Sundays it was like, oh, you can watch Disney movies or you can watch musicals. And a lot of those are just Venn diagrams, you know, like the center part of a Venn diagram. Sure. So uh, I kind of grew to resent a lot of those. But having watched Sound of Music by my own accord, amazing film. There are some good musicals There's out great there. Musicals. Yeah. Okay. Is it time? Let's do let, Dude, let's let's, let's freaking do this, man. Everyone buckle up. Buckle in. It is the moment you've been waiting for. It is. Am I right? Our favorite movie of the year so far. Hands down. Yeah. Okay. So it's our favorite of the movie year so far, coming in at our number one. So you already know what our grade is. Uh, but this is Across the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the follow-up to 2018 Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Worth the wait. Oh, oh my gosh. Worth many, the wait. How many delays did they have? I remember somebody even reached out to us on Sweet Film Talk. One of our followers was like, I have somebody that I know that was working on this movie. It's and it's just, just not ready. Yeah. Yeah. That was basically what they said. Oh, I am okay. I am all for delays if it means it's going to make it even better. In like, give me, give me a something that's complete and good to go than something that's you know sloshed together and put on the screen. So, so do you want to know something awesome? If there was enough reviews on it, and if it wasn't such a recent release, oh, across the Spider Verse right now, as of now on IMDb is number 18 film of all time just in front of one flew over the cuckoo's nest and just behind goodfellas wow do you think it stays ahead of into the in into the spider-verse i think it should i would imagine let's see because i do you you remember when spider-man no way home dropped and it was like number four on imdb for no you the one that i remember was joker was number nine yeah, it'll it'll balance out. I bet I bet across the Spider Verse drops to fifty to seventy. Yeah, no, I would agree. I think it would go. Let's see. If I'm looking at these, I mean, I put it above Wally. I know you would too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think fifty to sixties, fifty to seventies. That would probably make sense. Yeah. I think it's just ahead of the other one. That's kind of my my, my thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, so basically, you know, to give you all kind of a little bit of a summary, Across the Spider-Verse picks up, um, a, a, I think about a year, they say, after the first one, uh, Miles is trying to juggle the life of being Spider-Man and being, a, you know, a, a gifted student. And when a new villain comes into the picture, his friends start appearing from the multiverse and what seems to be to see him, but what turns out to be to stop this new threat and uh, bring try to bring Miles along with along for the ride, even though there's some hesitancy. And if you've seen the film, you know why there's hesitancy in letting um, 
Miles joined this like group of spider people. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to give my thoughts right now. It is a monumental achievement of filmmaking. Truly, like you get one of these, and I've I've told this to some people right now, and I, I kind of want to. I'm I'm going to stand by it, is I think a lot of us had looked at this Dune trilogy as being like the next Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we haven't had like really that kind of a masterpiece of trilogies of films, and uh, I actually think it's going to be these Spider Verse movies if they can really land that third one. Uh, I'm just it, that to me feels like taking that existing work building on it just absolutely going above and beyond treating with all this love across the spider-verse is stunning yeah i mean it looks good it's got a lot of heart it's funny it um builds on the characters that were already um there for the first one um it has more uh, more scope on Gwen Stacy's Spider Gwen, yeah, which, which is I really, great. Which I really liked because I felt like the first one was more about the Peter Parker Spider Man that was kind of a you know a bum going through the rough times, and Miles Morales helped him out. So it was nice to have more insight into Spider Gwen and her background, which I really loved. So you kind of get a nice balance there between these two uh, Spider Mans, uh, Spider Gwen and, Sp- and Peter Parker Spider Man, who really are trying to be good mentors, good friends to Miles Morales. Uh, so I thought that was really sweet. But man, yeah, just there were some sequences that had my jaw just dropped. Like just like the pacing is amazing. It is a little bit of a longer movie for an animated movie coming in. It's the at, like, longest animated movie of all time. It is? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, clocks in at two hours and 20 minutes. Not once did I feel like this is dragging. No, I never. never. I never felt like, uh like this is kind of drag. It, like it, it just the pacing was good. The moments where it takes its time, I thought takes its time really well. And then the moments of action and some of the just web slinging moments throughout the city, like when Gwen and Miles are catching up and they're just swinging webs. Oh, I thought that was sequence was so fun. And then the Spider Society was just an absolute blast with just Easter eggs galore. Um, that was just made a lot of fun. It was just kind of like, hey, here's a little cherry on top. Here's an extra bonus of uh, of an Easter egg here that I did not um, expect to see. So I had a blast. It is so fun. Everybody should go see this. This is the perfect way to kick off summer is with this movie. Um, a plus sweet for me. I started watching the first one into the Spider-Verse that night <laughs> just because I was like, oh, okay, we got to put this on. Um, so yeah, it's a blast. I mean, I love all the aspects. I think the new villain is a lot of fun too. And just the emotional, um, strife that miles is going through trying to, you know, balance, you know, the Spider-Man and also balance his family, which I think is kind of the core of Spider-Man trying to figure that out. So that was great, man. We're lucky. That's exactly it. Like, oh my gosh, being able to go see this and sit in a packed theater where it, it, like there wasn't a lot of cheering because I think so many people were sitting there like, oh, my gosh, I, I, I heard this description of, you know, the first one is kind of him discovering his powers, figuring out how to be Spider-Man. And this new one, everyone already knows how to be Spider-Man. So all of the action scenes like the Moombatan stuff. With, oh, uh, my gosh. Pavitar Pabarker, the, the, the Indian Spider-Man. Just insane. That sequence Some of the most. Was- 
incredible. I I couldn't even, you know, like I, I'm going to kind of get in my like real, real thoughts just in a little bit. I'm just going to do it right now. I, I think this is on the short list of best picture nominees. And as of now, it should win. And the reason it should win is because if we look at something like Dune that's still coming out, coming out, Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, capturing things in camera, cinematography, the practicality, that's all really, really important and really, really special. But the fact that there was so much flair and so much style that was put into this film, if we really want to look at like best pictures and like what is the best, I just I, it's going to be really hard, I think, for me, for something to beat the artistry on display in across the spider-verse yeah i mean i agree the craft and the care of this movie is amazing like the detail all the little details especially with gwen's world like every like pan like changes color like feels like it changes mood and i loved that and like you feel like you know you're in different worlds like you know you're in different worlds even to the point of like at the ending has like a you know, I was not expecting that with the ending. And then you pick up on you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that makes sense because kind of the color palettes and what's going on. So I, I would love to see you get a Best Picture nominee. If it wins Best Picture, I doubt it. I think it's got it easily in the bag for animated, but I would love to see it. Like, that would be so fun. I think it's got a lot going up against it. Like, you know, Killers of the Flower Moon might be Martin Scorsese's last film. Um. That for me feels like the one that will probably take it. As much as I yeah. think Oppenheimer, you know, I predicted that Oppenheimer would be Chris Nolan's first best director. I I don't I think Killers of the Flower Moon right now is the one to beat. Just because of the fact that it's Martin Scorsese, the pedigree he's got it not in any way am I saying it shouldn't, but that that's a big thing going for it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, like I mentioned earlier, the sound, apparently there was some sound mixing. Um, was it Lord uh, Lord Miller and them? Did they send, I think they sent like a, even like um, an announcement or a note to like play it at full volume in your projectors or something like that. Mm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, the first 30 minutes, I'm sure maybe some people have experienced this, but there was just like, you know, a Reddit post. There was a lot of people on Twitter saying like, they went to Dolby. They went to Dolby. Um, they went to IMAX screenings, and it was just hard to hear. Unfortunately, that was for us too. Like the first thirty minutes. Yeah. Uh, man, this it felt like it was all just coming from the screen. You know, like if you were to just watch it on your TV. Yeah, wasn't surround sound. So fortunately, that didn't stay the whole movie. It got better, and like that for me isn't enough to like. Okay, I'm gonna drop it down an A minus just because it's like I know it's great. Like. I'm going to rewatch this with subtitles. And there were definitely times where I couldn't really understand and hear what spider punk was saying. Cause there was yep. some quick, he, he said some quick jokes and I'm like, Oh, what did he say right there? Um, so that happened a couple of times. So all of these new characters that they're bringing in and some old ones that they're bringing back are just, it all blends so well. The spider society work works great. Uh, Miguel O'Hara as kind of this like harbinger of like, you know, kind of like the gatekeeper of the spider people. You're like, oh, you can do this. You can't do that. Um, a lot of a lot of similarities of like gatekeepers in real life of like, you can't you can't do that. Like every Spider-Man, they, they got to lose Uncle Ben or someone's got to die. You know what I mean? That's how they become Spider-Man. There's a lot of these, you know, things are the way that they are and you can't change them. 
So I'm really curious to see how the next movie, like what the themes of the next movie are going to be. Cause it, yeah. it ends on a pretty good cliffhanger. Um, yeah, it does end on a cliffhanger, but if you followed up with the news, you all there there's, you always knew there was going to be a second one. And that might be kind of crappy if you don't really keep up with things and you go in to watch this and you're like, what to be continued? What the heck? You might feel a little bit annoyed. But Beyond the Spider-Verse, from what I understand, is coming out next March. Yeah. Do you think that so will get delayed? I bet that I, I, I bet that gets delayed till June. I bet they do a full calendar year. Yeah. Uh, Which I'm fine with. I'm fine with that too. Um, I, I I I don't think they push it out more than two years. I would imagine that they've already done most of like the models and the rendering and all the animation. So there's not like a ton. It's probably like a, an Avatar or a Lord of the Rings thing where they worked a lot to be able to like kind of get the front half of it all built so that they can go in and kind of make it an easier transition for the last movie. Yeah, I want to talk about this. Not a spoiler. Mm-hmm. The voice acting in this I think is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I think the voice acting is so good. I think we we've talked about a little bit with how you kind of get some of these A-listers that do voice acting, which kind of land and some don't land. But like Oscar, Oscar Isaac as Miguel O'Hara, I thought was great. Yeah, I love Jake. I love Jake Johnson as uh, Peter Parker. Um, What's his name? Who does Miles Morales? Oh, Shameik Moore. Shameik Moore is fantastic. He really captures kind of that. Um kind of like that innocence that Miles Morales has. Yeah, he does. I think it's really sweet. And H- Haley Steinfeld, I think, is great as Spider-Gwen. So that's one thing that I really notice about this movie. I think the voice acting is phenomenal. I think it's so good compared to the other animated movies that have, you know, these big-time celebrities. There's something so impressive about the animation on display because it almost... it They make these characters feel like real people you're watching it and it's animated but you are sitting there being like oh these are like real things like these are they feel like real people they feel fully realized and many instances you're just like oh that's just like a a, a, you know that's an actor on the screen with another actor and that's all it is you forget that it's animated it feels so like rich and and fresh uh do we do we get in are there, there are some things that I want to talk about looking forward to the next movie but we got to get into spoilers so can we yes. get into spoilers let's do it okay 3 2 1 sweet okay spoilers miles the spider that bit him was from a different was from a different multiverse different so dimension. dimension so there's in the big spider society headquarters, there's a massive robot spider that sends bad guys that get caught in other uh, dimensions back to their original dimension. So miles goes to the spider to escape everyone. And it sends him back to what he thinks is his actual dimension. But because he was bit by a spider from another dimension, it actually sends him back to that dimension of the spider and the whole time he's warned of because you got bit instead of who is supposed to get bit, that universe is in danger. You get sent back where there's a other dimension, Miles, who is now the Prowler. And that's like where it ends. He's been kidnapped by the Prowler. Um, so cool. So cool. I loved, I loved how fun and happy this movie was but also how it would get a little dark because that ending sequence it's yeah. a little dark you're like oh my gosh so yeah uncle aaron is alive in this universe 
an Alchemix uh, 14. So I think it's Earth 14. I think it was 42. 42. Okay. Um, but the spider that bit him was, I think, Alchemex 14 was that specific spider. Oh, okay. But um, in this universe that he goes back to where the spider originated from, Miles' dad um, is dead. So Uncle Aaron's alive, and now this Miles is the new Prowler. So mm-hmm. that's where we stop and end things with Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, I thought it was a great cliffhanger. And now we have the gang back together with some new additions going out to save Miles Morales. We have Spider-Gwen. We have Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Ham, Penny Parker. We have Spider-Punk. We have uh, Spider-Bite, the girl who is um, managing um, the Spider-Man robot. At the oh, Spider- yeah, the, the AI the AI one. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, who else do we have? Pabiter Pabarker. The, oh, the, is he in Spider-Man. it too? Yeah, he's cool. in it. awesome. Yeah, okay, cool. He was so, awesome. Yeah. Maybe my favorite new like design. Spider Punk is really cool too, though. Wow, oh, yeah. like there's so many different. You could there's thirty different Spider Man that are included. You could be like, oh, that's my new favorite one. Oh yeah, but yeah, Spider Punk looks so cool. Anyways, I I think across this, I mean, uh, beyond the Spider Verse is just going to be so cool. And this, I... new, this new dimension that he's in is just like, it's a trashed Manhattan. Like it just looks blue. Kind of like a Gotham. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I, you know, I was kind of worried that the beyond the spider verse was going to be the end of this one is like, he's in the human world and it would end with Shamik more as, you know, miles in the human world. And I'm oh. really glad that they didn't do that. Um, I'm glad that it's still animated, still going to stay there. There's like one moment where the spot goes to the venom universe, but like, it's for like 15 seconds, not that big of a deal. So I'm my predictions for this next one. I I really don't know because they do not know where Miles is. Gwen goes to chase after him using a like dimensional hopping watch that all the spider people have. And she goes to the universe where she knows he normally is and he's not there. And in two days, that dimension is going to be destroyed by the spot. And so now gathering everyone, she's got to go off and they've got to find him. So it's going to be probably a little bit of a detective one. We're going to get some good Spider-Man noir moments, I'd imagine. Oh. Um. Nick Cage will be back to voice. Uh, I would imagine that, uh, you know, John Mulaney will come back as Spider-Ham. But I think the biggest question mark I have is what are they going to do with Miles in this new universe that he's in? Like, are the villains that are normally villains good people? Like, is Otto Octavius going to be? Well, they said, I don't know if you caught it. They said Sinister Six. Did you hear that? I caught something like that. Yeah. So there's there's there I think it was J. Jonah Jameson that said there's a Sinister Six and that was in the new universe, new dimension. Oh. So man, if we get a Sinister Six against the Spider-Man with, with Miles Morales Prowler, oh my heck. That just that gets me so excited. Sheesh. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm just like you want it, you need it right now, but at the same time, like no, just just take your time. Get so that's why I think ready to come out. So I think we're gonna have like kind of two movies into one with Beyond the Spider Verse. I imagine the first hour is them going and finding Miles. They're gonna fight the Sinister Six. They're gonna fight Miles uh, Prowler. They're gonna get some machine. They're gonna save the day there, kind of um, purify, so to speak, uh, that uh, New York. And then they're gonna go back, save the universe and dimension that Miles is in. And everything's going to be balanced out. And there I'm might kind even of, be 
And there might even be a Spider-Man that stays back into that new Prowler Miles. Maybe. Uh, we'll see. I'm actually kind of curious if they get, if they're able to create a new spider and inject Prowler Miles with that new spider. And he's going to be kind of like a Prowler Spider-Man in that dimension and and he's gonna be you know it talks about you can only be one way and you you end up this way or you can only become that way like there's only two ways and i think he's gonna kind of ride the line and be kind of like a a gray spider-man as the star wars head would call him Ooh, i like that yeah i think i think they'll definitely do kind of a naruto speech moment to that miles and be like hey man like we need you like you you are good like you've you've been you know they're gonna kind of coach him a little bit what if they Get Uncle Aaron to get like. What if Uncle Aaron is the one that gets bit? Ooh, that would be sweet. That'd be kind of sick. That'd, that'd be cool. Be yeah, something's gonna happen for sure. Definitely, there. It sets up a lot of cool stuff that you're just like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see what they do with this. They have so much material they can work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyond the Spider Verse might be three hours long. I don't care. Give it to me. Yeah, I <laughs> need it. Give it. Give me. Make three different movies that come out two weeks apart. Gosh. To imagine. Jerry. Jerry's coming on in to say hi. Anyways, my grade is an A+. I just think this is absolutely the best movie of the year. Uh, yeah. One of the best movies I've seen all year, even, including first-time watches. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Okay, A-plus sweet for me. Uh, I think I already mentioned that. Uh, yeah, A-plus sweet. Okay, real quick. Uh, Tom Holland, does he show up and be on the Spider-Verse? Because we had Andrew Garfield. We had just a little cameo from Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, and then we had uh, Tobey Maguire show up, but it was it was already previously from their films, and we even had the spectacular Spider-Man, one of my all-time favorite animated Spider-Man. He's featured a lot in it. Yeah, he was great. He even had like a little mini speech there too. Yeah. So, what do you think, Tom Holland? Does he show up? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't really need him to show up. Yeah, I don't really. Ca- I don't. I don't really care. Yeah, me too. Because honestly, that live action stuff that they showed felt like kind of stupid. Like I was like, just show me more animated versions of like the like like Peter parked car, the that the was, car version of Peter of of Spider Man. Like I would have loved some, to see what that looked like. That was hilarious. I did like the live action with Gambino. I thought that was a fun yeah. little. Okay. So, yeah, I I, f- I, f- I figured that was going to be one of yours. Okay, yeah. that kind of makes sense. Um, can I? I'm going to go this one. The symbiote Spider Man. Okay, number three for one you. The OGs, one of the coolest stories that has to go with Spider-Man. And uh, yeah, that's which one. That's what I want to pick. Okay, my number three is going to be Penny Parker. Give me some anime. Give me give me that spider bot in there. Okay. Okay, Number gosh. three, Penny Parker. Miles was a good choice. Um, This one, I know that you're not going to pick, but I just want to pick him right now is Spider-Man. He's a Spider-Man that's just... um. Made spider. of spiders. It's a bunch of spiders that share Peter's consciousness and they form one like human being and they fit into the suit. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Spiders, man. I like that. Okay. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. Weird. Um, okay. I'm going to go up for my number four. I'm going to go with spider Gwen. Dang it. Chemistry with miles Morales. I feel like I'm sweet. Um, what is it? And like the nineties Spider-Man cartoon. There's like a sweet like multiverse Spider-Man art. Very, his, very cool. Love the bracelets. The the design for him was sweet. So yeah. There you go. There's my five. Okay. Uh yeah, your your choice is really good. But <laughs> yeah. Uh you you 
I'm not going to say that you beat me, but uh, definitely, you know, you you had you had some good picks. That's some chemistry, baby. That's that's all it is. It's yep. five. Yep. Like the Nuggets. Let that ball flow. Is it also Nuggets and five? Is that what you're trying to say? Probably. Probably Nuggets and five. No, I saw I saw this Instagram that does uh, these two guys do like drafts. And they're like, all right, companies that start with A. And this guy did like Apple, Amazon, and the other guy was like Adidas, Audi. I'm like, oh, Apple, Amazon. You guys, you you, you already got swept. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. dude, I love scrolling through those on a like YouTube Shorts. Is they'll just pop up like the same group of dudes that draft and like gets the five most popular foods in the world. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. So love it. Love a good Spider Man hey. draft. Yep. Uh, into the spider or across the spider verse, best movie of the year. Uh, certainly worth your time, very, very worth your time. And uh, go enjoy it, go watch it. Yeah, uh, next week, do we have Transformers? Is that what we're doing? Transformers, we also have Succession. Oh my gosh, Where I would imagine we'll probably talk about Succession that week next week, and then we'll do our Instagram mailbag too. We're sure. due for an Instagram mailbag. I agree. So that's for next week, Transformers, Succession review. Total opposites, but uh, yeah. there's content for you. Exactly. We're stoked. Uh, new Maybe Transformers little, movie is always a good time. Maybe Little Mermaid. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get around. I, I actually would like to see it. I've heard like decent things about it, so I'm down to see it. My sister watched it. She said she really liked it. Yeah, I know. That's kind of like I'm really surprised. It looked like 